Are you looking to level up your author business? Are you pounding your head against a wall, wondering what your next step should be? Then join me, Daniel Wilcox. And me, Sasha Black, as we haul ass each week in a bid to level up. Level up. Come along for the ride as we delve deep into the business of writing, craft, entrepreneurship, and every level of the author journey. This is the Next Level Author Podcast. Oh, it's cool. live. Yeah, we are live. Do you want to like messages that always is? Oh, you want me to start? Is what you're saying? Yeah, like, could you actually start now? Hello, Achievers, and welcome to episode number 52 of the Next Level Authors Podcast, a podcast where we hold each other to account and track our step by step progress as we level up our author business. My name is Daniel Wilcox, and here with me every week is Sasha fucking Black. And we have a special episode today because we have some guests on the show. So we've got Holly, Cassie, Yanni, Brett, Sam, and whoever is joining us on the Facebook group. Um, I have no idea how to check this, and I'll do that in a minute when I stop my ramble. Um, But yeah, anniversary episode, Sasha. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. I can't believe we're 52 years 52 weeks old 52 I feel 52 years old I'm not gonna lie (laughs) yeah we were saying just before we started recording like how it like we we say this a lot on the show but like how it does not feel like a year since we started recording this because our first Mm -hmm. few episodes that we recorded were pre-pandemic but at the same time it was like it was a very typically rushed thing of me and Sasha throwing out the idea of hey maybe you know a podcast sometime and then we went on to a chat that was I don't know, we came off it like 15 minutes later going, oh, maybe we'll make this work, maybe maybe we won't. 15 minutes later, we were like, right, I'll do the theme, you do this, we'll set the format, we need to come up with a name, I'll get the artwork, and it just literally just exploded off the bat. Yeah. Do you I have know. fond memories and of that look, time? I mean, a year later, I can't, I mean, wow, yeah, a year, we are. Oh, I just on. thought of the perfect question that I should have asked, and it, I'll ask it now. We'll ask do you it have regrets? Yes. <laughs> No, no, of course I don't. No. <laughs> well, that's how it was. Do you? Do I have? It doesn't really matter. So, how's your week been? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! I, I guess we feel mutually regretful about this situation. Then yeah. I feel like right. No, I'll answer that seriously. I feel very, very happy that it happened because a lot of the good stuff that happened during the pandemic was because of this podcast. So, you listeners, the people who are actually listening on the podcast, people who are in Facebook maybe that I need to check in a minute um but yeah a lot of good things came out of, of this podcast and I'm really happy with it so yeah it's been it, it helped with a really crappy year of lockdown yeah it did it, it definitely like kept me going when uh, the times were bad we have got live viewers I have checked um so yeah so for people watching live do feel free to comment we will be watching the comments and uh we're going to do a Q&A at the end so if you want to ask questions you absolutely can and for patrons who are um here feel free to uh drop questions in the chat as well okay Dan over to you because it is technically <laughs> you running the show how's your week been Sasha uh, well I've finished my book I've finished my book yeah I like literally I literally yeah I did I cannot explain to you how much I needed that win uh and like the the finishing of the book um so yeah I don't know I mean I pretty much like cut social media I like didn't reply to everybody. My inbox is a festering wart of fullness. And so, yeah, like I, I'm very behind in any other aspect of life. Um, but I, I did the, I did the thing and I finished the book and it was, it was a lesson to me that um, I do allow far more notifications than I should uh, whilst I'm working. And it's not about not replying. It's just about replying at the appropriate time. I don't have to reply in the middle of the day when I'm supposed to be writing words. So I'm trying very hard to continue that now because like shocking in a shocking fucking revelation, I'm still getting loads of work done (laughs) working (laughs) this way. So yeah, I'm just trying to like keep it to the evening. Um, or like, yeah, first thing in the morning. So yeah, I mean, anything else about this week? Oh, I'm like redoing my kitchen. Apparently, it's like, it's, I hope you like the color. <laughs> what color How is, is it? your week? What's the, what's the ridiculous um, color of the paint? 
so that's a story um it so we've put like the sort of do you know how many shades of white there are like yes, oh my I god there are so many shades of white fuck I was like what how can it be this many? and then I it was all like mind-blowing as I was like oh look actually this shade doesn't work with these colors anyway so I'm doing like this geometric mountainscape up the um feature wall in the kitchen of course I am and we're going from like black at the bottom like just with the odd bit of like dark gray and then there's going to be like dark gray and then lighter gray and then I've also got I I just fucking went for it and I got furniture paint that's literally silver so I'm also going to have like some silver specs um only a tiny bit just you know like highlight it and stuff like that um so yeah I'm like super excited for it but Chloe has done pretty much all of the hard work today I, I helped her about two and a half hours doing the like neck breaking bit at the top um and she's done everything else so yeah she's been amazing and then I get to do the fun thing tomorrow of frog taping the wall and making pretty patterns anyway how's your week Mine, mine, mine. Yep, it happened. Um, I just wanted to say a quick hello to Bobby, Andrew, and Faye who have joined us over on Facebook and say things. Hey. Um, but yeah, my my week's been. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's been one of those weeks where I've like got lots done. But obviously, I turned thirty on Friday. That was fun. Uh, Sam, who is here, turned twenty nine yesterday. Uh, well Yanni, you turned seventeen yes, on the twenty fourth. And then Lynn yes. turned her age on the 23rd. So it's, it's been a week of birthdays and celebrations and fun. And I've probably forgotten someone. Uh, Holly's son turned an age yesterday. So, you know, we're all turning ages. Um, but yeah, so I, I took uh, fr- most of Friday, Saturday and Sunday off um, and just try to enjoy whatever I wanted. Um, I had the kiddo at the weekend. That was a lot of fun. And yeah, just... I don't know. I'm in a weird. I'm in a weird transition because I finished the first draft of uh, self-publishing blueprint, and that's been in the hand of beta readers, and I'm getting really positive feedback from that. And then I'm trying to work out where I go in terms of my launch strategy for that. Mm. I wrapped up a short story for my anthology. Oh, now it's all pouring out the things I'm doing. <laughs> finished a short story for my anthology. The deadline for submissions was last night, so I've got readers going through that at the minute and working through and starting to sort of filter the 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 better ones from the not so great. Um, and then uh, I'm also about to dive into the edits of When Winter Comes, which is uh, kind of a long, long time coming. So there's a lot going on. There's even more going on in the background with sort of like client work and stuff. But it's it's good. It's just busy. And I'll, I'll just keep plowing on, I guess. I no, this is really weird to like be recording this and then being watched. Like I'm feeling a yeah. bit unnerved. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> and we also have Nathan and Adam join us as well. Hey, guys. Yay. Hello. Hello. Mm. so um what have you enjoyed this week oh fuck you didn't you didn't prepare me with this before i mean we've had 52 and... episodes of this <laughs> I literally you did not prepare me like, we didn't actually in- introduce the thing that we've enjoyed until i know episode 12 when it was like your idea and i was like let's okay. not do this because we'll never prepare and you're like yes do it so <laughs> amazing go. um so why don't you start with that and i will look at what i've read this week i didn't say i prepared um I've been reading Ray Bradbury's Something Wicked This Way Comes mm. and I've enjoyed it because it's a tremendous story. Um, I'm about halfway through it at the minute. But at the same time, it has sticky points in terms of like, I really like, I really like well-written prose and I really like sort of beautiful language, sort of really rich imagery. Um, but it is slightly too much for me because it slows mm. down my actual reading of the story because there are certain turns of phrase, there are certain ways in which action and plot takes place in which a few lines later I have to go back and reread because I've actually missed what the point of what he was trying to say was because it was so mm. elegant that it just wasn't on the nose enough for me to go oh that's because of this um but you know I, I'm a massive fan of Bradbury uh, Fahrenheit 451 is one of my favorite books of all time and it's just like it's a really really great story it's just I wish it was dialed down a little bit but then it wouldn't be Bradbury if it wasn't so mm. that's my thing have you got one well, I I feel like I may have said the House of Hollow last week, so I'm not going to say that. Um, so <laughs> we went to the chiropractor on Saturday, and I literally love being bent into strange shapes. <laughs> I just, I literally, <laughs> it's the best thing. 
thing ever. I like flung myself at him as he like opened the door. <laughs> and um, I'm pain free again, which is amazing. So I'm really enjoying being pain free um, and not, you know, having headaches first thing in the morning that last. How long does that last three, two, About three months. I have to go back about every three, three, three and a half months. Um, so basically what happened is I had like an intensive uh, like six I think appointments three in one week and then like the last three were sort of spread out like more a week or so apart and then I just top up but every time I go back it's not like you usually it's I, I don't go back to where I was at the beginning um because I had like a 12 year whiplash <laughs> which had caused me problems for like 12 years anyway so yeah um I really enjoyed that however that day gets better so in this world of like complete and utter fucking lockdown and social like deprivation, um, I we obviously moved house and so we lost one of my favourite shops, which is Costco. <laughs> and anyway, we we basically decided that because we were in Stevenage and we were going to continue to see the chiropractor and my favourite bookstore is there, like a really big one that's got good YA stuff. Oh my god, it just pulled out like several hairs. Um, we joined up to Costco and I got like a mango smoothie and it was amazing. And I really, really love Costco mango smoothie and it made me very happy. And that is the end of my story. Thank you. You're welcome. Lockdown's done strange things to you, Sasha. I know. <laughs> Weekly confessional. Sasha mm. Black will work on side characters and back up her files. And also granted that we've had an additional three extra days to get this done. I backed up all my book files uh so that was the important thing i haven't backed up like my podcasting files but Forfeit. they are in no no <laughs> they're in two places anyway so they're backed up uh but yeah so i backed up the book files and uh not only did i work on it and finish the book so you know bonus points for me nice nice and we've got rianne joining us as well um mine was to uh, finish my short story and assess my finances which check and check um managed to yeah just get the story done last week just in time to <laughs> submit to my own anthology i think i'd be okay if i'd missed that deadline um but i managed to get it done and then uh, been through and just looked at all my finances and tried to see where i am and where i need to go because obviously i'm looking at buying a house and i'm running this business so i need to make sure that i'm on top of things and um yeah that's, why isn't rianne in in here shouldn't she be in here she hates us oh Oh. <laughs> come back um well done on the finances and the short story i i still can't believe that you wrote like a 4k short story in about three minutes on one day <laughs> deeply impressive yeah. very irritating it's a good tuesday afternoon <laughs> yeah it's fine uh patreon update welcome back to the madness laura kendrick who's become a patron again this week and obviously, hello to you wonderful patrons for joining us on this video. So um, if you're not already a patron and you want to get early access to episodes, get involved in stuff like this and get our monthly live Q&As, then go over to patreon.com forward slash next level authors. Level ups. So uh, I picked on one of my boot campers this week, Renee, who sent over that she finally sent book three to the editor and started tracking her daily word counts in a spreadsheet about half of your month. In a month where she feels like she hasn't written much or accomplished anything, it's nice to look at it and realise that she's managed to get 14,000 words in somehow, if it weren't, if or wouldn't, if it hadn't been for bootcamp. There you go. Nice little self-plug on the anniversary episode. Um, what's next? Oh, well, another level up. Hang on a second. So, yeah, I was going to yeah. say, should we not see if any of our patrons have level ups? Does anyone have yes. a level up that they want to share? Brett, share your level up with us. Yeah, so I've just uh, I've just finished tonight completing my um, all my promo for my business launch uh, on April the sixth, um, and hoping to live stream that to multiple services all at the same time. Nice. So, yeah. Good Amazing. Fun. Congratulations! And what is it? Where's Where's the link? Where can people find you? Um, yeah, they can find me at BritishBooks.com. So that's um, Brett with two T's, I-S-H, Books.com. And uh, um, the, all, the, all the promo will go out on social media as well, at British Books on all your favourite channels. There you go. Wiki, Brett, well done. Anyone else got There's one they want to one. Faye's got one in the comments. <gasps> oh, do you want to read it since you're there? Yeah. Uh, Faye says, my website and prequel are live. Congratulations. Congratulations. Go check out faytrask.com and get your free prequel. 
This is just a plugging hour. Anyone else got one they want to share? (laughs) Holly. I launched my third series this week. Wowza. Oh, hell yeah. That's amazing. Tell us about it. What's it called? Um, The first book is called The Hidden City. And uh, it's part of the Jones and Maxwell case files. And it's kind of Dresden filesy, you know, dark urban fantasy, male anti-hero, um, demons, shifters, dark, twisty things going on. All the good stuff. Love it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well done. And Cassie, did you have one as well? I did. I actually got my ebooks on my website to sell directly. Hey. That is nice. amazing. Sweet. Any more for any more? Okay, we'll leave it there. Um, questions, not questions, comments from last week. So the question was on my sheet, what did your past careers teach you? Okay, so we have Carrie who said, um, this is going to make me sound so jaded. People can be awful and insanely entitled, but that's because I worked uh, retail for 16 years and had to deal with people who think workers in that field can be treated like crap because... Uh, Uh, grocery cashier is a real job also the other that co-workers can call this i made up my mind to come to work do my job and get the fuck out because all that nonsense was not worth dealing with that said i now have no shortage of models for shitty people to throw into my books um nathan scammell had uh, like a similar um career so he also worked in um retail uh, but discovered that like money isn't everything money doesn't equal happiness um Meg Jolly said, uh, hated my past careers, but grateful for them um, in hindsight. So they taught her that, um, I'm going to read it in first person, otherwise I'm going to sound weird the whole time. Um, I don't fit into society. That upset me for a long time until I realised it was my superpower. I'm not meant to have a day job. Neither neither am I. Um, And I never will again. My calling is to find a higher purpose and meaning through creativity. I make money doing this because money means I don't have to go get a job to pay bills. Number two, uh, you have to make the effort. No one else is going to set up your life for you. Go get what you want or you're wasting your time and the hamster wheel of life will chew you up and spit spit you out with a whole load of regrets. Number three, find your tribe. People are wonderful. The right people are incandescently so, and I'm grateful for this indie tribe. Four, you can make yourself rich, fulfilled, financially, whatever, or you can sacrifice your life at making someone else rich. Yeah, I have served my time earning screw all to make a nice profit for someone else's second house in Spain. Number five, life is too short. Do all the bloody things. Uh, Have fun. (laughs) I nearly said something else then. Uh, Say yes, quit the job you hate. Scream with fear as you run into the blind unknown, but just go bloody do it all because what's on the other side of holding yourself back from... What's on the other, because what's on the other side of holding yourself back from fear is so much better. Oh yes, yes it is. And then uh, Edwin said, last one, I'm supposed to have had a career by now. Uh, I've had a number of jobs, but nothing I class as a career. So what have I learned? I learned I could push myself to do jobs that scared me. I've learned the value of get it done. I've learned how easy it is to get off track and the need to maintain focus on the main things. I've learned I'm a people pleaser and need to out out something motivation oh outside motivational factors to push past those spots i'd otherwise stop over beautiful thank you everyone for your comments um and just to throw out there as well see that yanni put a level up in the comments here that says she returned to work she's now multitasking with her nine to five and a side business which is exciting okay this week's question uh (laughs) It was, it, it's really difficult to pick a question for episode 52 because I feel like there's a lot of emphasis on this. Um, but ultimately, we started this podcast because we wanted to level up next level authors. We wanted to hold each other to account, similar positions in our business. Let's see where we can push ourselves. And after, well, 51 episodes of next level authoring, my question to you is which episode had the most impact on you? Mm. Oh, see, now we're going to have this long silent. <laughs> we, what, can't we can't edit it out. Now. Yeah, because it's live. Um, <laughs> it was, wasn't it episode 37? 
It was 37, not 34. Anyway, um, <clears throat> right, okay, so there were two episodes. I don't know what number they are. Do you need to know the number? I mean, not necessarily. I can find it while you're talking if you want to. Okay, fine. So the I'm going to go backwards, and I'm going to pick one from you and one from me, just because I like to cheat. So the one that you asked me was the one recently about why nonfiction, like why write nonfiction. And the reason I liked the question is because it made me think about fiction. <laughs> You went on a whole deep, deep oh, tangent like there. literally like a whole raft of epiphanies. Um, but sometimes you have this way of asking questions and like, I don't know where I'm going to go because we don't prep each other. So we never know like <laughs> what the fuck we're going to ask. And it's just like, that. yeah, I don't know. We're just allowed to go and think about it, aren't we? Like whilst rambling and talking out loud, which is what I do best. So um, the reason I loved it is because I haven't stopped thinking about my answer to that question since you asked it. I don't know how many weeks ago it was, two, three, maybe. Anyway, um, and since then, I've been binge reading contemporary young adult um, fiction. And, and I have started writing contemporary young adult fiction. And well, like the one book that's like just a cotch of like magical realism or whatever. I don't know. And I just think like it really, it was a shift. It was a realization. And that's the thing. Like sometimes these episodes are realizations. Sometimes they're like mindset shifts. Sometimes they're just reminders. Um, and all of them are needed because there is this space. This is like half an hour or an hour a week where we get to sit down and reflect and think. And I don't give myself enough of that time. And it was a very sharp reminder that I'm probably not going to stay in the same genre and that's okay and I have permission to do that and sure like maybe it will take me longer to grow my fiction because I'm going to write in several young adult genres um and maybe I'll write in adult I don't know but yeah so that that one that one is still having an effect on me that question and so for that reason I think like that was a very effective question even if I didn't necessarily come to the right conclusion during the episode, like it, it had an effect on me. And the other one <laughs> was my question. I can't remember how I worded, but it was basically the one. Oh, fuck. What was I? It was. Hang on a second. I'm going to YouTube. That. Yeah, I know. So the question was like, what are you not doing or something? What are you? Hang on a second. I'm going to our thingy. Um, It was. Cats legged it. Oh fuck! Uh, our cats <laughs> legged it. Uh oh. Um, um, what are you putting off? That's what I asked. Mm. What are you putting off? Now, I am like a super active, like really fucking driven person, right? No. So no, I know no. it's shocking revelation here, but um, lazy. Boo. That doesn't matter because even me, who like gets up every day and is like what am I gonna destroy today you know like what am I gonna smash out every fucking day I wake up like that every day and and still I put shit off and and it was like I didn't realize that I did that until I asked you that question last night oh shit like actually I was asking but really it was me that was like putting the stuff off um, <laughs> and <laughs> So yeah, like sometimes I feel like I might ask you questions and really I'm asking me the question. Um, but yeah, so that question, like, and I'm not sure, I can't even remember what I said I was putting off. Like maybe it was the reader magnets, probably the reader magnets. I think magnet. it was website and stuff done. as well. Oh yeah, and then I did all that stuff, see? And now I'm making like a shit ton of money from, from web sales like every single month, which is nuts. So yeah, like I fucking love that the thing that I love most about this is that when we ask each other the question and then like, and then like we have like a realization of like, oh yeah, I like need to do that. Actually, you know, we have to go and do that because then like we actually check on each other and it's really annoying and actually really effective. And um, so yeah, like I have actually done a load of things that I probably wouldn't have done because of you. So cheers, buddy. Merry anniversary. Paint on me everywhere. What about you? <laughs> Mine, so, I mean, I will um, sort of, what's the word, drill home the point that when we ask these questions, we do often forget to ask ourselves the questions before we ask a question on the podcast. So we don't even think Literally about our own answers to these questions. 
And like, it's unbelievable how ill prepared we are for <laughs> this. Like, but it, I think part of that's a testament to just like what we're saying about how how busy the work can make you, even if it's not necessarily productive. So having having half an hour to an hour where you can just chat, it doesn't even have to be this podcast, but like if you're listening to this and you want to just chat with a writer friend about something, like it's infinitely useful because you just give yourself permission to sit and think and ask yourself the questions that you, you know, should be asking yourself. Um, mm. Thank you, Cassie. Cassie says that we pull it off well despite being unprepared, which, you know, that's what we go for. That's what we go for. We are swans <laughs> just like peddling our legs beneath the water. <laughs> but my, um, yeah, so, yeah, I, I agree with all of that wholeheartedly, just the reflection part. Um, and that, I think, has just benefited tenfold everything that I've been doing. But the question that I think had the biggest impact on me was the what have you learned about selling yourself um which was episode ah. 27 because uh i i still do kind of have a bit of a a weird relationship with money and selling and value and all that kind of stuff but it was around that time that i was launching my boot camps and looking more at sort of the author services side of things and i remember being in my old house and being a bit sort of trepidatious about putting my toes into those ponds and it was just the time to sit there and go, okay, like, and think about what value are you actually adding, you know, where it's, it's just very, very difficult to get yourself into the mindset from going like, oh, I'm doing all this stuff for, to help people for free to something like I'm worth money for my time. And I think the rest of the episodes thereafter have just kind of been a culmination of progression of that. I mean, in one of our most recent ones, we were saying about how there's literally barely any time to do all the things we want to do. So mm. now it's kind of like in a really, really crass way. It's like, pay me or don't, because I, I'm, I'm really sorry. I just, I'm running out of time to, to do the things that I want to do. Um, running out of time to shave my legs, let alone, you know, do yeah. things for free. <laughs> me too. And, uh, know, right? oh, God. God, they're so hairy. Chewbacca I, down there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just distinctly remember around that sort of period, just a lot of thoughts of, what are better ways to sort of monetize what I'm doing? And before that, it had all been a case of me going, okay, I'd like to make an income solely off fiction. And then after that point, it was very much, okay, it doesn't like, maybe it's not the best use of my time or maybe it's not the most effective way to sort of create, create that sustainable income stream that I want to by just focusing solely on fiction and diversifying mm -hmm. and sort of capitalizing more on the other things that I can do. So it had a, a big impact in that way in that it, it shifted my mindset and kind of helped me go down this route to, to where I am now and I'm definitely in a much better place financially than I was then and sort of just mentally and I think when you start going to author services there's always the like it's always 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 going to be difficult to overcome imposter syndrome and to suddenly be like feel that value um, and over time that has generally eased and it's been really reaffirming to sort of work with authors and have them come back and give positive testimonials about ways in which, you know, I've been able to benefit them somehow. So yeah, it, it kind of all unlocked from episode 27, which is almost halfway through, a little bit over halfway through the year. One week over halfway through, to be exact. Mm, so. That's not exact. Exactly, we have to say 26, <laughs> but that's fine. Oh, no, you're all right. So I said oh, one week it. over, see? <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at the wrong side of that. Anywho. Um, <laughs> So what I want to do, and I don't know if any of you guys will have had time to think while you've been sat there, but if anyone wants to answer the question, which episode had the biggest impact on you, patrons, then feel free to stick a hand up and let us know. If not, we'll edit and, this bit out and make well, it less awkward. <laughs> well, what I was thinking is that we could um, show a certain something whilst we are, uh, mm. whilst everybody is thinking, mm. and then we can um, we can then answer uh, the first patron question, which has come in in advance, and then we can answer everybody else's question. So we had we have a video to show you that was made by the incredible talented Yanni um, and it's sort of a look back a recap a um a I actually also am like mildly embarrassed about the number of chins in some of these uh clips but anyway <laughs> that aside like looking a bit more svelte now these days um that aside this is the fucking best and if you like our easter eggs you are going to adore this video so <clears throat> 
Let's hope this works. And if you're listening on the podcast, we're going to cut it from here so that you don't have the part where you can't actually see it. And I highly recommend going over to our YouTube channel and checking it out. Yes, where it will be live when this episode goes live. Mm -hmm. Oh, wasn't that amazing, Yanni? Huge round of applause. That was absolutely spectacular. I was laughing all (laughs) over again. Oh, like I literally have tears of like laughter. Um, Faye says, so hard. Yeah, said work partners. Andrew said that was fucking awesome. I, I literally, it was like the best. And we also tried the in in true next level author style. We tried to record a thank you video <laughs> and still fucked up. So there was a blooper in Yanni's thank you video. <laughs> uh, so Just total pros through and through. Oh my god, I've got like a headache right now. Back to the chiropractor. Yeah, I've been like, well, I was trying not to laugh because my mic was on. I don't want to mute my mic just in case it muted the audio. Mm. So I was like, you did well the whole time. You did very well. (sighs) There we go. So if people would like to answer the question, feel free, hands up. If not, then we can just roll. Let's roll. It is. Okay, so uh, how are we leveling up our author business this week? Oh, shit. Mm. This is like, yeah, we have to... Oh, 52 uh, episodes, Sasha. No, no, I just... Yeah, no, it's a good point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I am going to work on... Um, you say side characters, I'm going to headbutt you. <laughs> side characters work back. <laughs> So you're going to finish Psych Characters Workbook, yeah? No, fuck you. I am not, I am not committing oh, yeah, to finishing finish it. it. Oh, wow. We're going there. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's it's the Easter holidays, so I am not going to commit to that. I'm going to work on the Psych Characters um, Workbook. And let's see what else is in my thing here. Um, you're going to have to go and I'll think of something else. I am going to start editing when winter comes. Um, so I'm going to be getting through that. I've got 20,000 words of ghostwriting to do. And also um, I need to respond. This is going to be really sort of, um, what's the word? Just not very yeah. clear. I need to respond to a client about a possible opportunity. Okay. Um <laughs> Cool. I'm going to work on side characters workbook. I am going to do my end of year taxes. taxes. Yay. Yeah. yeah. Yay. And then get a whacking great big fucking tax bill. Mm-hmm. Fuck you governments. Fuck you. Fuck you Rishi for making it 25% for people as well. Cheers. Wankers. Anyway, Happy anniversary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's not get into politics. Whoa. This is exciting. I'm getting aggressive with the water. Let's move on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so obviously the question we're asking all of you guys is the question that I asked now, which is the question I forgot the wording for, which is which the one that I'm Which episode stalling. had the biggest... Which episode had the something? biggest impact on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're, we're not going to close it off here because we're going to go for a Q&A. So um, yeah. Cassie, you sent over a question. Did you want to ask that live or do you want us to ask it for you? Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's just remind people watching that if you now have questions, now is the time to drop them into the comments uh, whilst we're then answering this like first question. Yes. Um, I can ask it if you'd like. Okay, so um, in the spirit of leveling up, from one year ago today, what was the most impactful thing you did for your business that you hadn't done before? Mic drop. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mine sounds like something I should have been doing anyway, but it's properly tracking my income Um, and looking. So I, I, I think it was what I said probably about September time last year when I actually started treating my business like a business and, you know, putting systems in place to actually run it, maintain it, know what was coming in and what was going out. 
Um, around that time as well, I sort of worked on a rudimentary business plan just to kind of work out where I was heading. Because like I say, up until that point, it was all fiction. And it was around them that I started sort of twisting into just seeing the actual business side of things. But once I started tracking my income, I can then easily, at the end of each month, just go, okay, what is it that's, you know, contributing to the biggest chunk of what am I doing? Like, because ultimately when, we, when we're doing this kind of work and obviously there are things that we want to do because we enjoy them. So writing's always going to be a thing that I do, but there's always going to be a part of you that's how can I maximize my income with the minimum time expenditure? You're always going to want to step that up. So actually physically seeing the numbers on a sheet in terms of what's delivering, what isn't, what I should double down on helped to guide a lot of what I was doing. So it was probably that. It was probably just putting in some some, some spreadsheets and paying attention to them. Wow, that's boring. You'll go, Sasha. Um, <clears throat> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure. So I think, I think the thing that I haven't reaped the benefits from yet, but that will have a significant impact is forcing myself to start recording the audiobook of um like one of my non-fiction audiobooks so um obviously i haven't like i was meant to finish it by the end of this month that's not going to happen because i like got sick and my voice was croaky and then like it took two weeks instead of one week to feel like i had audio voice health back and you can't just have health back you have to like have tip-top health because obviously it's really strenuous on on your voice um but i was putting that off and uh, like I forced myself to do it because I was scared of doing it and doing it wrong. And in forcing myself to do it, I realized that actually it was really easy and I don't know what my fucking problem was. So that was good. And then the last thing that I did in conjunction was that is outsource the mastering. Like, yes, I could teach myself, but I'm just gonna mm. fucking pay somebody else to do it because um, then it gets done quicker and I can just do the bit that I am good at doing. So um, that was uh, one thing. There are two others, which are quite quick. The second thing was doing Becca Symes Strengths for Writers. It changed my life. Knowing, knowing what my strengths are and coming to accept my strengths has been really difficult because um, I still struggle to acknowledge the fact that I'm really competitive, even though I'm like really fucking competitive. Um, I still struggle to accept that that's a thing because you know everybody gets brought up being told being competitive is a bad thing but it's little things like I can make myself do stuff if I turn it into a competition like I can get myself to do anything if I just reframe the competition if I work by Friday Like if that was posed to me in the right way, you absolute wanker. The thing is, is that I really could and I would do it. And this, this is the crazy thing. Like when, when knowing my strengths, but it's not, it's not just that it's knowing input as well. Like input is probably the biggest difference this year. I have literally doubled the amount that I'm reading. Um, I'm reading two or three books a week. And all of a sudden I am able to write consistently. Like I have had like between 20 and 30 K every month this year. And that has never, like, I haven't done that in a long time. And I genuinely feel like it's because I'm inputting the right amount. Um, So like that has had a massive difference and like all of the different, yeah, all of the different strengths, learning about them and learning their impact on me is making me a better, more effective, more efficient business person and the last one is the recent one which is um to stop fucking writing with social media open it's literally shocking but like wow can i get a lot of stuff done like four four and five k days are possible when i don't have social media open who'd have thought that (laughs) and and lest we forget finishing things what do you mean what do you mean? Like huh? just just for both of us, we we had like a strategy zoom a couple of weeks ago, and our result was let's just finish the twelve things yeah. that we've currently got going on each. <laughs> that might help. Yeah, us we've speed both up. like finished stuff since then as well. Like fucking surprise! Like who the thought? Bobby Ann Atwood says, "How does thirty feel, Dan?" Um, oh. I mean, <laughs> I could I could joke here, but in all seriousness, it feels it feels fine. Like I. Uh, I, I'm aware that for like a lot of people in these circles, like people think that I'm older than I am. 
and it's nice to actually be near the age that people think that I am, that I are, that I am. Yeah, that I am. Um, so Is that yeah, whiskey it, in that Coke? <laughs> there's quite a considerable amount of JD. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it, it feels good. I, I don't know if it was on um, NLA that I, I told the story, but the short version was when I was like sort of 26, 27, I did start freaking out about 30 because of how quickly life was going. And when I was 20, oh, 23, uh, I had Bailey. Um, and then, you know, when you're a, a young parent, time just goes quickly anyway. So I had a little freak out then. Um, I was still in full-time employment and all that business and I wasn't really doing anything for me. But since that moment, I've done pretty much everything I possibly can for me to satisfy like just the stuff I want to achieve to deliver things like feel fulfilled. And like, I feel like I've earned 30, if anything else, like I'm, I'm happy to be here having had the last three or four years I have. So um, yeah, it's it, it feels good. At some point, didn't I might Ka be able to grow a beard. That'd be nice. Didn't Cassie have a second question? Yeah, go Cassie. Oh, I did. I didn't want to take up too much time. Um, so what would you like to have this year, looking forward, now that we looked backwards, um, that you lacked in the last year? What What would you want to have this An coming organized year? podcast partner. <laughs> a what? <laughs> oh. organized podcast partner. Um, so I would like to have. <laughs> I had to. A new friend. I would like to have uh, audiobooks. I think I'm really like, I need to get the audiobooks done. And I would also like to get over my fear of course creation. Like she says, having done one, but also they really, I, I like have to deal with a lot of like imposter syndrome. So I would like to have the confidence to do that and um, to get the fucking audiobooks published, two at least, mm. maybe three. <clears throat> I don't know what mine would be. No, no, you chose a new fucking podcast partner. So, you know. All right, I'll work on that. <laughs> no, I don't know what mine would be. Um, I mean, I, so when we first started recording this podcast, it was when I started to dip back into like focusing purely on horror because the years before that, it had been post apocalyptic, it had been like sort of a bit of a sci fi amalgam. And I distinctly remember around sort of April, May last time being like, right, I'm going to focus on, on horror and make sure that's where I'm going to plant my feet. And over the last year, a lot of good stuff has happened for me in that genre um, in terms of like the connection I've made, some of the stuff that's being set up. Um, there's lots of things in the background that doesn't really make it onto this podcast. Um, but I, I, I would just like to have more sort of substantial horror books because when, despite the fact I've been writing since 2015 and my first novella was a horror novella, this year will be the first year that I have a full solo, well, it'll be actually be my first solo novel, um, but it'll be my first sort of solo horror novel. So I'd really like to have a few more horror books behind me um, that I can really start to, to push and, and plug and go forward with that. And my one of my big goals is to win a Bram Stoker Award. So I'd like to have more properties that can go towards achieving that. So more space to work on my fiction would be nice. Um, mm and steps are being made to get there but that's kind of I think where where it is like I'd love for my sole focus if I can to be fiction that side and then sort of client work and other things as well any more questions okay, from patrons yeah there's questions in the in the com the chat thread Sam what one quality what? that you openly mock of each other's do you secretly envy you Sasha <laughs> Okay, <clears throat> either his pace <laughs> at, <laughs> at vomiting out words uh, or his number one individualization because, oh, it's like, it's so good. It's irritating. And like his ability to always ask really good questions. Like sometimes I have to message him because I'm like, I can't think of any questions to ask my next podcast guest or whatever. Like he has this way of <clears throat> like coming up with just the, the, the just the best question for the exact right person and always knows how to like ask the right question in the right way to like get the response that not necessarily the person thinks 
that they want but the the, the response that they need um and yeah like I I take the piss sometimes out of you know hashtag number one individualization but actually you motherfucker it's so good <laughs> it is so good like yeah I'd kill to to have that nice next question um Adam Dixon asks ah, I'm joking um I think two two things really. Number one, obviously, like the go-to, I think, is the competition. Like the the hunger that you have is insane. And as someone who I it it takes a lot to make me hungry because I've spent a long time like learning to be grateful for the things that I have. So growing and next leveling for me is quite a journey because you have to want to grow. Mm. Um and just seeing like like when we were talking strategy and stuff the fact that you just got like the next whatever levels just planned out and you know where it is you're going and just you're determined to get there and everything that you have just just beelined into making that happen like i have good focus but like when you when you get on a mission like it's ridiculous um and the other one is you somehow have this superpower to just create communities and i don't understand it like not in terms of like you're not an awesome person because clearly you are but like I keep getting pulled into your orbit with different, <laughs> with different communities. So like there's like groups that I'm a part of like small and big where it's just like, it's only happened because you kind of made it happen. And I don't know how, and I know that you have no idea how either. Like, it's just, it's just a superpower. So yeah, they're, they're my two, I think. Aww. I'm embarrassed. Let's move on. <clears throat> Let's let that sit for a minute. <laughs> oh, um, Adam Dixon says what advice would you give to someone who is just starting out for example has one book or novel completed or about to be completed I'll let you go this is so hard because there there are so many millions of things that you that you can do and say and All right, this is probably controversial. So the first thing I'm gonna say is don't throw everything into marketing that book because the, the chance, lightning strikes happen, right? Nobody can deny, somebody will publish their book and it will hit the New York Times bestseller list, but they really are one in a billion. If you're gonna be indie, then this is the long game and everybody talks about the long game, but nobody really understands, like nobody really explains how fucking grueling this long mm. game actually is. And the thing is, it might not be your first book. It might not be your fifth book. It might not be your third series. It might not be your fifth series that takes off. But what happens once you've got those five series over 12 years is that all of a sudden selling two, three, four books a day um, of each one of those books and you have 50, 60, 100 grand a year income. And so the thing about having one book is to do your best and to try and put it out there and to try and grow some readers. But really, everybody says write a new book and they don't explain why you need to write a new book. And it's literally because this is a numbers game and eventually something sticks. And if it doesn't stick, you will have enough books in, you know, once you have 20, 30 books, it is enough books to sustain a full time career. Um, you know, even if you're only selling a couple of copies a day, and that's why you need to write another book. So it, it isn't it isn't just because, you know, you need to sub another book or you need to, um, you know, finish the series or whatever. It's because this is a, this is a game of numbers. It, it is literally a game of numbers. Um, and so yeah, like I suppose my advice is to write a reader magnet, try and build your mailing list and then get another book, another two books, another five books, another 10 books out. And all the while, each time you're writing a new book, just do little bits of marketing as you can. Like don't constant, don't stress yourself into the ground about marketing because you know, you build your readers slowly over time. Like it literally does happen. As long as you're doing something, as long as you're doing a sale here, a promo there, a newsletter swap there, eventually over the years, it will build enough that you can do this full-time if that's what you want to do. Yeah, mine's pretty much the same as yours. Mine is understand that your first book isn't going to be your best book. 
And I think it, it's, it amazes me because I, I was in exactly the same position writing my first book where you put so much work into it because to write a book is an achievement. Mm. And it's an achievement that 97, 98% of the population never get to the end of. And to actually publish that book, the chances are even smaller. So if you've written a book, you're the minority and you've done an amazing thing, pat yourself on the back. If you then publish that book, you've done an even more incredible thing. And you shouldn't allow the number of readers to be a judge of your book's substance or who you are as a writer. Because if I judged my ability to play basketball by the first time I threw, threw a ball at a hoop, like I, I, I'd get nowhere. And I'm, by the way, not saying like I'm in any way like an expert basketballer. I used to play like on a team and that was kind of the extent of it. But the point is writing that first book, like it, the thing that always makes me laugh is the amount of people writing their first book that say, oh, this is my process. And I'm like, how do you know this is your first book? Like, tell me what your process is when you get to book four or five, because like you have to keep practicing, you have to keep learning, you have to keep just trying and going at it until you can understand what kind of writer you are. And I think a lot of people, understandably, sink a lot of time into that first book because of the amount of pressure they put on themselves to be like, this is the book that's going to make me money. And like Sasha says, it's cumulative. It's, you know, you learn. Like, I'm looking at my first couple of books at the minute and thinking I'm probably going to re-edit them either later this year or next year because who I am now is considerably further ahead than who I was five, six years ago. Mm. And it's it's just a journey. It's just... If you're writing your first book, you've done an amazing thing and that's wicked. Just push it and like be proud of yourself. Then go on and write the next book because that's the beginning of your journey. Whether you're going trad, whether you're indie, whatever you're going to do, if you want to make this some kind of, you know, living for you, that's the beginning of your journey. Yeah. What, Sasha? I was just whispering. What are you You doing to ruin my beautiful poetic moment? Well, you were just waffling on. You, You said either trad or indie and I was like, indie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Looking at someone in particular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, um, oh look, it's Yanni's question. It's almost like I was talking to her. Um, okay, so uh, Yanni's. <laughs> I think Yanni, that was gin in her cup, Yanni. Yeah, Yanni says uh, Holly will know this question. But if you could go back in time and write a book ahead of the original author, what book would you write? And that's me, prose. You dick. <laughs> 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 that's hilarious <sighs> seriously though i don't know there's so many good books so so many good books i think one that has just stuck with me for years i absolutely love everything about it is nick cutter's the troop um because i i had i was lucky enough to interview him on the story studio podcast when i did that with luke a couple of years ago um a guy called his real name's craig ferguson i think oh craig no craig davison and um he number one is an amazing guy just really really nice and he writes other things but he has his pen name nick cutter for horror but the troop was one of the first books where i could smell the horror like his his mastery of the senses in that book just added another dimension to what i was reading and like apparently that was something that he deliberately tried to do he did all of his regular passes of you know this is a story this is what i want to achieve and uh then he did his final pass of, all right, how can I incorporate other senses that aren't typically used? So like you can smell stuff, you can taste stuff, you can feel how things feel. And it's just, it's just a beautifully crafted book. So probably, probably that one. Um, although Faye says that I should rewrite Salem's Lot. <laughs> She's obsessed with vampires. But I, you, I find, well, I find this a really hard question to answer because there are books that I love, like Adi LaRue, but who doesn't love Adi LaRue, you know? Or like The House on Cerulean Sea. And, you know, these are like, um, yeah, I mean, you haven't just, you're a dick. Um, so, you know, like I could say those, and I, I don't really want to. I feel like I want to say a book that had an impact on me in a different way. So... I am going to say Our Chemical Hearts, which is by um, Crystal Sutherland, who I got to interview today, which was a bit of a moment for me, and I definitely fangirled. Um, And, okay, so the reason I'm choosing this book is because it is the pinnacle of rip-your-heart-out young adult contemporary fiction. It is an anti-romance romance novel, um, and it is... It is the first book that I read after university, after I had a child, where I was getting back into reading. 
I sat down and I told her this today and I like I said thanks as well because like I don't know sometimes it's nice to thank an author who changed your life anyway so I sat down at 6 p.m and opened this book and it was 1 a.m when I got back up and I had finished the book and it's the first book that I read cover to cover without like moving um and I hadn't done that in so long and it reminded me how much I love story and the emotional journey in a story and how much I love love and how much I love romance and like specifically young adult romance like that first moment when you fall in love is so exquisitely painful and I just adore it like that first heartbreak oh like I am getting chills even thinking about it and like it was such a perfect book for the book that I needed in that moment and yeah and so I not necessarily because it's you know the best book ever written but just because I was so in love with that book I think that is the book that I wish I could have written I love it mm. uh Faye says she hates Stephen King so I'm probably just gonna ignore her comments from here on out <laughs> uh Rianne says who isn't obsessed with vampires fair point mm. um Yanni's question by the second anniversary video what do you want to have achieved hashtag accountability Ooh. Wow, brutal, savage, absolutely horrifically mean. I want to be in a position in which all my client work is chosen by moi. Oh, does that mean what I think it means? Don't know. Okay. Might have to talk about that off air. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I won't I won't pray any further. Maybe. Um, but yeah, yeah, I wanna I wanna be in a position in which all my work is chosen. Um because like, don't get me wrong, I'm in a very like nice position, and I don't ever forget that. Um, but like, I wanna, I wanna level up. Mm. Oh, I have to answer. Um, I want an audio book out. <laughs> like, I need to just fucking finish the audio book. I need, I need to do that. So I'm committing. Need to yeah, do that. yeah. Need you pick something else. Jesus Christ. What we said to you are hungry, competitive. You've got a year to do this and you picked an audio book that's going to take you three weeks. Finish that workbook by Friday. People are watching you, Sasha. <laughs> I am not going to rise to the deep, deep, frothing, boiling rage that I feel in my gut right now. I'm just going to move on. Yeah, it's not going to happen. <sighs> Holly says, "What genre do you, you think?" You answered the question. The... I did. Is that your answer? You yeah. want to do an audiobook this time next yeah. year? You want to do an audiobook? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yours isn't exactly hard. You're basically there anyway. Don't don't fucking try and call me out like that. Holly says, "What genre do you think would be the hardest oh, for you to write and hell why?" No. <laughs> 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 you, Daniel, son. What I is think it you think the I hardest one for me huh? to write would huh? probably be huh? romance. Huh? Like, I just don't think that. Yeah, I just I don't think that I could write happy, happy romance. Yeah, well, I believe that's horror, what romance then, wouldn't is. It? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, like genuinely, I. I don't know that I could write it. Um. I don't know. I just I can't write gooey. That's my answer. I can't believe you can't write romance. Romance. Can we I may have romantic that? moments in my books, but not. I don't. I think right. I can write. I believe. Can you romance not, not like A B C D E F G? What I can't <laughs> write is what I imagine romance is as a genre. Not that I've ever really read a romance book, so this is complete assumptions. And I'm sorry if I offend any romance. It's because you're dead inside. Whole, yeah. <laughs> this is why we work so well. But like the whole, the whole, oh, everything works out wonderful and it's Mr. Right and Mrs. Right, right and they're going to go off into the like sunset that. and it's all going to be fine. Like, I can't, like, for me, it's, I, in my books, I like to reflect reality and I just don't, I don't see much of that in reality, so. Okay, historical fiction, because <laughs> I'm just not detail orientated, so yeah. I think I just fuck it up massively. Um it's either got to be that or horror and it's not because of the gore because I quite like dark things obviously it's more that like maybe horror is the wrong 
thing. What I don't like is when the protagonist dies. Well, we've talked about this quite a few times over the last uh, few weeks. I get really pissy when they kill off the protagonist. It really fucks me off. Um, and obviously that's something that happens in horror, but I would say probably historical romance. Just be- like, I actually, I would like to, I have an idea for a book that's set in ancient civilization. Um, because I would need it to be far enough away that I'm not going to fuck anything up. Because if like people be like, oh, you've got the name of that is actually this. And I'd just be like, I don't care. Um, and so I just can't write historical fiction because Stephen, Stephen the Pressfield readers on, care. Uh, the Creative Pen a couple of weeks ago addressed that where he was basically talking about how much of his is actually accurate. And he talks about periods in which there's a distinct lack of evidence of what actually happened so you do have a, a, a an area where you can make things up mm-hmm. oh okay i'll go back and listen yeah. to that yanni yep. says my next format uh, forfeit is to write romance i really like that i'm gonna I remember blow that. you all away be the best damn romance you've ever seen between two dead people yeah. uh, <laughs> that's necrophilia <laughs> darling necrophilia <laughs> no not they're both dead um, I mean, technically, Brett, it's still necrophilia. Okay. Brett says, would you both ever consider collaborating on a book, bringing your favourite genres together? Why a fantasy horror, for example? Oh, my God. Like, we cannot. Like, I can't <laughs> <it> every day. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I genuinely, I genuinely have no idea. Um, it's not really something we've spoken about either. Like, no. I, don't, I don't think we can. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we're quite far know. apart in terms of our fiction. Yeah, we are. We are. Like we even are your really far Rebel apart. Diaries, I kind of, I kind of want to submit, but at the same time, I know that whatever I submit is an instant rejection. So, <laughs> oh, what? Just because? Just because? Um, like, why? It will not like, fit your brief. <laughs> it won't fit my brief because it it's going to be too much horror. Yes. You could just tone it down, just for me. Yeah. Yeah, that'll work. Sup, Jackie? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Don't know. Maybe a non-fic. Oh. Yeah, I'm not going to finish that sentence. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, no, because I'm not going to... Yes, maybe one day. One day we'll do that. <laughs> uh, do we have any more questions? We have Romeo and Juliet, hashtag zombie romance. Warm bodies was Romeo and Juliet with zombies. That is true. I think I've seen that. Uh, love Isaac Marion. Who is Isaac Marion? Cassie, explain yourself if you wish. He wrote Warm Bodies. Oh. There you go. Oh, okay. Nice. Have cool. we come to the end? Yeah, I think we're winding down on questions, so that seems like a good place to leave it. But thank you. Do you, you. know what? Ooh. I don't know how to do. I don't know how to. <laughs> English. You don't know how to end the stream. I'm pretty sure that when oh, I yeah, start recording, it. I found it. It's fine. It's we fine. don't do it's it fine. yet. People are still listening. This no, stays in the podcast. So no, I've worked it out. I can stop the stream without ending the, the, the call. It's fine. Okay, good, good. Oh my God. So thank you everyone so much for being a part of not just today's episode, but just next level authors over the last year. Like it was a very sort of spur of the moment thing that we started. And like the fact that you guys are here and getting involved and like it's it's helping you guys as well is something that obviously me and Sasha absolutely love. So thank you guys, patrons. Thank everyone on Facebook who is currently watching live and has commented. Thank you to everyone who listens on a regular basis. Um, one thing that we haven't spoken about that we'll probably, we well, actually, let's commit to doing this next week is we need to talk about launching our next level up challenge because we're heading yeah. into the second quarter. So keep an eye out for that because that's going to be very exciting and we hope you'll get involved. Um, well, well, let's... Don't do it now, Sasha. No. <laughs> what I was going to... Oh, wait, no, because this goes live tomorrow. Yeah. We'll do that for next week. Carry on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So one more time for people listening. The question is, which episode had the most impact on you? And uh, yeah, we'll leave it there. So thanks everyone for joining us and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Hungry for more? If you enjoyed this podcast, you can hear more of my angelic accent and Dan's dulcet tones on our other podcasts. For more of me, check out the Great Writer Share podcast. For more of me, listen to the Rebel Author podcast. We'll be back next week holding each other to account as Dan and Sasha become Next Level Authors. Right back. Dan! Dan! Come back! You always leave. I think I'm doing a really good impression of Dan. Like, I don't know what anyone else thinks, but I think this is amazing. Dan! Come back! You're always leaving. Don't leave me. You need to come back. We had to do the podcast. I'm just being a twat. Oh, by myself. Wow. Feel lonely. Feel like I realise what I've done to him now. Just kidding. Mm, don't 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 wanna be what is he doing she's fucking wandering around his bloody house get here son jesus dan this is like five times the length of me ever having disappeared could you just hurry up mm, now come up look see and you appeared because you don't want your dirty secrets being told so no no we are done I am gonna tell everybody (laughs) hello Sasha (laughs) you're gonna enjoy watching that back (laughs) I hope so Wondered if it would ever go to to my side. (laughs) Happy anniversary. Cheers, boo.